This is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 263. So today is Sunday once again, and I'm going to be covering some news and rumor stories for the week and giving you my thoughts on each of these stories. So first, we'll head on over to Petapixel. First up, Canon firmware update boosts the R3's burst photo speed to a whopping 195 frames per second. Canon has published a series of firmware updates for the R5, R6, and R3. The most notable improvement is to the R3, which can now shoot photos at a blistering 195 frames per second. Canon R3 firmware version 1.2 adds a new custom high-speed continuous shooting setting that allows for the capture of between 30 and 195 frames per second at full resolution in JPEG, HEIF, or RAW. Canon says that this mode allows it to shoot between 2 and 50 photos at this speed. Quote, this gives photographers the ability to capture the definitive moment of action, such as when the bat connects with the ball in baseball or, or when a bird of prey attacks, Cannon says. The update doesn't just improve photos, however. Version 1.2 also allows the camera to shoot full HD video at up to 240p, which the company says is usually reserved for dedicated video cameras. Below are all 14 changes to the R3 and firmware version 1.2. First, adds the ability to set custom high-speed continuous to the drive mode. It is possible to shoot from 2 to 50 images continuously at a speed of approximately 30 to 195 frames. Adds the ability to select FHD 239.76 frames per second, 200 frames per second, and high frame rate. Adds the ability for in-camera depth compositioning during focus bracketing. Adds focus bracketing and depth uh, uh, compositing with a flash Speedlight EL1. Adds the ability of time-lapse movie recording. Note that the time-lapse movie setting is retained even if the camera enters the auto power-off state before starting time-lapse movie recording. Adds the ability of cloud raw processing functionality. Raw processing with the latest image processing technology is possible. This is a paid service that requires the purchase of a Canon Imaging App service plan, which will be available starting on July 25th of 2022. Adds the ability to convert multiple HEIF images into multiple JPEG images. Adds the ability to set still image crop aspect to custom controls. The assigned button can be used to switch between crop and aspect ratio. Adds the ability to crop and resize images during transfer to an FTP server. 802.1x authentication WPA2 Enterprise now supports PKCS12 certificate format. Adds an electronic shutter sound to be played when the mechanical shutter or electronic first curtain is set. Enhances the performance of movie digital IS. It stabilizes the image when taking selfies or walking shots using a wide-angle lens. 
adds auto power off temp standard high to the menu for still shooting, fixes an issue which displays error code 70 on the camera that may occur in rare instances when the display performance setting is set to smooth, and also fixes minor issues. The firmware update is free and available to download immediately from Canon's website. For the R5 and R6 updates, Canon has also updated these two cameras to version 1.6. The company says this update brings popular features from the R3 to the R5, such as the auto power off temperature function that, depending on the conditions, enables longer recording times than before. This functionality means the exterior of the camera will become hotter depending on the operational environment and Canon tested the enhanced times at 23 degrees Celsius or 73 degrees Fahrenheit. If ambient temperature is higher or lower, that the company says the available recording time may differ. No matter what, recording is limited to 25, uh, 29 minutes and 59 seconds, and any times that are greater than that indicate the recording can be resumed immediately. With this update, the R5 can record in 8K for 45 minutes up from 20 minutes, and in 4K at 60p for 60 minutes with the full width of the sensor, which is up from 35 minutes, and 50 minutes with an APS-C crop, which is up from 25 minutes. Below are the full changes coming to the R5 and firmware version 1.6, adds auto power off temp, standard high, to the menu for movie recording. When high is selected, the camera will not automatically turn off when the temperature of the camera body and card becomes high, which may allow for longer movie recording than before depending on the shooting conditions. Note that the temperature of the bottom surface of the camera may increase at this time. Adds the ability to convert multiple HEIF images into multiple JPEGs. Enhances the performance of movie digital IS that stabilizes the image when taking selfies or walking shots using a wide angle lens and also fixes minor issues. And finally, below are the full changes coming to the R6 and firmware version 1.6, adds the ability to convert multiple HEIF images into multiple JPEG images, enhances the performance of movie digital IS that stabilizes the image when taking selfies or walking shots using a wide-angle lens, and fixes minor issues. So this is definitely some exciting news for those of you that are still shooting with the Canon RF system. I, I of course, have switched away to Fujifilm X-Series and GFX series systems. But this is some exciting news, and uh, it's incredible that Canon has given the R3 the ability to shoot at 195 frames per second. I believe that makes the R3 currently the fastest camera on the market beating out even the top speed of the Z9, which I can't remember off the top of my head. I want to say theirs was like 100 frames per second or so, or maybe it was 120, something like that. But anyways, I can see where Canon's getting at with this firmware update, because if you think about it in a sport like baseball, just imagine how much easier it would be to actually get the exact instant that the bat and ball connect to each other when the batter takes a swing at a pitch. It'd be a lot easier to get a shot an amazing shot like that with this much higher speed of continuous shooting. That's just absolutely astounding. Photographer lands nine newspaper front pages of UK's hottest ever day. News photographer Peter McDermott woke up yesterday morning, Wednesday, to find his images on the front pages of nine national UK newspapers. The dramatic photographs taken near London were of houses on fire because of the extreme heat, which saw parts of England hit 40 degrees Celsius or 104 degrees Fahrenheit, 
a record temperature for Britain. With the blazing heat, the biggest story of the day, Mc, uh, McDermott was out looking for the perfect news picture. When Heathrow took the early record for the highest ever temperature, McDermott was near the airport shooting pictures. But when television news channel Sky News began broadcasting footage of a village called Wennington on fire, the photographer quickly hurried to the other side of London. Quote, I was not that early on the story. I think other colleagues had been there an hour before to shoot images from ground level. I went into a field southwest of the village and decided to fly the drone, explains McDermott. He uses a DJI Mavic 3 to shoot the pictures, managing to capture some of the flames that were still burning inside residences. Quote, the advantage of the Mavic 3 is that it has a telephoto lens and a wide-angle lens, which is an equivalent of a 162-millimeter lens. Initially, it only shot JPEG on a 12-megapixel sensor, but now it shoots RAW because of firmware updates. Quote, I got a wide-angle wide photos of the whole village with the house fire, and then was able to shoot closer images of a row of houses at the west end of the village. McDermott praised the Mavic 3 for allowing him to get a different type of photo, which ultimately led to his unprecedented nine front pages. Quote, the telephoto lens on the drone has started to become like hiring a helicopter and sitting with your feet on the skids with a telephoto lens in your hand. The Mavic 3 has two cameras of a four-thirds inch sensor and a 20 megapixels with 20 megapixels of resolution behind a 24 millimeter f2.8 lens, while the secondary camera has a half-inch sensor with a 12 megapixel at 162 millimeter f4.4 lens. The photos depict a scene of the total destruction and the families who live in Wennington face being left with nothing after the fire ripped through their homes. Quote, obviously, you feel for the residents and the homeowners. My work takes me all over the world and I see good things and bad things. You're there to tell the story. You would rather have nine pages of properties that are not being destroyed, says McDermott. In terms of illustrating the story of the day, the incredible 40 degree heat, the images were strong and I thought there was a good chance that they would be picked up. Nine pages is a personal record for me. I think I've had seven front pages before in the past. McDermott co-owns London News Pictures, who put the pictures out to the press. He has been an active news photographer for 35 years, spending 10 years as a senior news photographer for Getty Images. For more of McDermott's work, visit his website and Twitter. So that's definitely incredible. Um, I don't think I've ever heard of a single photojournalist getting nine newspaper covers on a single story in the same week. That is definitely an incredible record. And congratulations to you, sir, for pulling it off. Only known photo of Mormon founder Joseph Smith found in Locket. A photograph of Joseph Smith, the founder of Mormonism and the Latter-day Saints movement, has been discovered in a locket belonging to his great-great-grandson. It is the only known photo that exists of the American prophet. The daguerreotype image of Joseph Smith was taken in 1844, but only found in 2020. Smith's descendant, Dan Larson, 79, has spent the last two years verifying the image that he found in a pocket watch that bears the initials of his great-grandfather, Joseph Smith III, the leader's oldest son. Larson discovered the image during the COVID-19 pandemic with the lockdown causing him to sort through old boxes of family artifacts. He inherited the locket in 1992, but its final 
uh, was bent, making it impossible to open. Uh, so he stored it away for safekeeping. Quote, I was a little hesitant about prying the lock open, Larson tells Religion News Service. Larson was able to rest it open, was stunned to see a picture of a man staring back at him. In my mind, there was no question who it was, Larson said. So followed an exhaustive 18 months of research and analysis, Larson assembled a team of experts to verify the image of Smith, including hiring facial recognition experts to compare the daguerreotype to Smith's death mask. The company reported back that 19 of the 21 measured features matched within a 95% confidence interval. A famous oil painting made of Smith in 1842 was also analyzed in a bid to substantiate the image. The experts concluded that Smith's hairline and other features were a match and that both images show the same distinctive frown line near the left eyebrow. Historians had long believed that such a photographic portrait of Smith existed based on claims various relatives had made. Fortunately, the image is still in good condition after being protected from light thanks to being locked inside the pocket watch for decades. Larson tells the Salt Lake Tribune that finding the picture was a spiritual experience. Quote, I looked at it for an hour or so with my wife. It was an emotional moment, he says. Quote, I knew Joseph was with me. I felt his spirit and I saw him. So definitely an interesting story. And I've always, from the time I was a little kid, I've always been intrigued by photography and especially the beginnings of photography or its origins with the daguerreotype. And it's just incredible to find out that the only known photograph of this man to exist is a single daguerreotype image from the 1840s. Absolutely amazing. Angelbird has launched the world's first one terabyte V60 SD card. Angelbird has announced the first one terabyte capacity V60 speed SD memory card, the highest capacity card available with the promise of at least 60 megabit per second sustained transfer speeds. While the Angelbird AB Pro memory card can only sustain 60 megabit per second transfer speeds, Angelbird actually quotes the card as capable of much faster faster peak speeds. The company says it has a maximum read speed of up to 280 megabits per second and a read speed of up to 160 megabits per second. Uh, I think that was supposed to be a write speed for the second one, typo in the story. Those peak speeds are more than double the card sustained video write speed. What the V60 label promises is that one of, uh, is one of the many labels on memory cards worth understanding. Angelbird's next promise is where things get a little bit confusing. In addition to promising up to 160 megabits per second write speeds, the company says the new SD card overall has a minimum sustained write speed of 140 megabits per second and a sustained read speed of 260 megabits per second. Given that V60 is not the highest video speed rating that the SD Association has, V90 is the highest, this claim is confusing since if these promises are true, the card would qualify for a V90 rating. Angelbird's website does not explain this discrepancy. Regardless of how the card performs, when in a camera as a 1TB V60 card, it's the fastest 1TB SD card on the market. Additionally, if the Angelbird 1TB SD card can reach those promised speeds, it means that offloading footage onto a computer outfitted with a UHS-2 SD card reader is likely to be extremely fast. 
Angel Bird says that the card is ideal for 4K and 4K raw workflows, and the SD Association agrees that is the case for a V60 card, and it is supported by the company's stable stream technology, which it says helps the card deliver optimal speed, performance, and reliability for smooth production uh, results. The card has supposedly been tested in harsh conditions and is protected from shock, x-ray, moisture, and extreme temperatures. It can operate between minus 25 and 85 degrees Celsius or minus 13 to 185 degrees Fahrenheit. Angelbird's SD card also has no stickers as the labels are instead printed directly on the SD card's plastic exterior. Angelbird is one of the few companies that publishes a full compatibility list for its memory cards, which can be perused on its website. That said, the company promises broad support for Blackmagic Design, Canon, Fujifilm, Hasselblad, Leica, Nikon, Olympus, now OM Digital, Panasonic, Pentax, and Sony cameras. The Angelbird 1TB V60 card will ship at the end of August for $300 and will join a 512GB, 256GB, 128, and 64GB options. In addition to the high-capacity 1TB V60 card, Angelbird also announced a 512GB uh, V90 SD card joining both Sabrent and ProGrade Digital, which also announced similar cards earlier this year. So Angelbird has really been kicking butt in the memory card market. And they've been putting out a lot of fantastic products lately. Now, I've never tried their memory cards myself, but I know a few photographers that do use them and absolutely rave about them. So it might be something I'm going to have to look at in the near future for my cameras. And from Canon Rumors, Meyer Optic Gorlitz adds native Canon RF mount for all of its lenses. It announced that all of their lenses now have the native Canon RF mount, the uh, trial plan 100mm f2.82 and the trial plan 35mm f2.82 were already available for the RF mount, but now the rest of their lineup gets the same treatment. The current lenses with an RF mount are the lightest 30mm f3.52, the trial plan 35 f2.82, the trial plan 50 millimeter f2.82, the primal plan 58 millimeter f1.92, the primal plan 75 millimeter f1.9 mark II, and the trial plan 100 millimeter f2.8 mark II. These lenses are fully manual, so they don't have contacts for AF confirmation or uh, EXIF data. They do have terrific, terrific optical performance and build quality. So here is another company that's really been taking the world by storm, and that's Meyer Optics Gorlitz Lenses. They have been cranking out incredible new lenses really, really fast as far as their pace for the last couple of years. And it looks like they're not planning on slowing down anytime soon. Now, again, I've not tried any of their lenses myself. But I've seen a lot of very positive reviews online from other photographers that have used them and do currently own them. So it might be something for anybody out there who's looking for a new lens to look into, especially now that their lenses are available for the RF mount. And as a side note, all of their lenses are also now available for the Nikon Z mount. Venus Optics announces the Laowa RF 10mm f4 cookie lens for APS-C sensors. 
This is a new lens that's being released by Laowa. Key features, extremely compact and lightweight, world's widest rectilinear pancake for the APS-C, super low distortion, high optical performance, stunning 10-point sunstar, close minimum focusing distance with a built-in filter thread. And this lens is now available for $3.99. You can order it on the uh, on their website, the Venus Optics website, and they do ship internationally. Uh, the lens is available for Canon, Nikon, and Fuji, and I believe Sony as well. Full details, focal length, 10 millimeters, aperture range, F4 to 22, angle of view, 109.3 degrees, format is APS-C, 12 elements in eight groups with four ED elements. Aperture blades are five. Maximum magnification is 0.15 times. Minimum focusing distance is 100 millimeters. Focus method is manual only. Dimensions for filter thread, 37 millimeter. Dimensions about 59.8 millimeters by 25 millimeters, which is 2.35 by 0.98 inches. Weight about 130 grams. Comes in black or silver version for all mounts. Canon RF, Nikon Z, Sony E, Leica L mount, and Fuji X mount. So definitely another interesting lens from Venus Optics. And as you know before, I've talked about it before on this show, I've owned a few of their lenses, and they are absolutely spectacular and generally a good buy for the money. And there are some sample images in this story, which you can find in the show notes, that are absolutely amazing with fantastic color and detail so don't be afraid to stop by the show notes and check the story out for yourself to see the sample images for all diehard nikon dslr fans the nikor afs 300 millimeter f 2.8 g ed vr2 lens is now 3849 or $1,650 off Oh, that's amazing. Uh, you can get this lens now for this price. Uh, you can get it for $38.49 only at Best Buy. For comparison, the refurbished price of the same lens is currently $48.99. Nikon currently does not have a 300mm Z lens in their latest mirrorless lens roadmap. And there is uh, some previous coverage of this lens uh, that can be found in an accompanying article, which you can find inside this article in today's show notes and check it out for yourself. The new Nikon Z30 camera is now in stock in the U.S. for the first time. Uh, the Nikkor Z 800mm f6.3 lens is not in stock at B&H yet, but the new Nikon Z30 camera is now in stock in the U.S. for the first time ever. The base model and two lens kits will be in stock next week. In the U.S., you can order it at Adorama, Amazon, B&H, Paul's Photo, and Service Photo. In Germany, at Calumet, Photo Earnhardt, and Photo Koch. In the U.K., at Wex. And in Canada, at Camera Canada. Update the Nikon Z30 camera with the Nikkor Z DX 16-50, F35-63 VR zoom, and Nikkor Z DX 50-250, 45-63 VR lens is now also in stock with a $100 instant rebate. So if you've been looking to pick up that camera, now's the time to pull the trigger. Rumor, Fujifilm X-T5 will not have a battery grip option. New source. When the Fujifilm launched the Fujifilm X-H2S, it also launched not one, but two battery grip options for it. The regular Fujifilm VG 
XH and the file transmitting Fujifilm FTXH. So will this be the case also for the Fujifilm X-T5? Will it also get both options? Well, apparently not. A new source reached out to us and told us that there won't be any battery grip for the Fujifilm X-T5. This would mean that if you love to shoot with the battery grip, your only option will be the Fujifilm X-H2S and the upcoming Fujifilm X-H2. Or you can go with the older models like the Fujifilm X-T4 with the VG X-T4 grip. Now, the Fujifilm X-H2S can be ordered at B&H Photo, Amazon US, Adorama, Moment. The Fujifilm VG-X-H at the same retailers, Minus Moment. The Fujifilm FT-X-H at the same retailers, Minus Moment. The XF-150-600, F5-6-8 at all of the same retailers, including Moment. The XF-18-120 F4 at all of the same four retailers. And the cooling fan for the X-H2S at all four of the same retailers. So definitely interesting. I wonder why Fuji decided to do away with the battery grip for the X-T5. I mean, historically, the battery grips have been super popular with all the previous X-T bodies. I've already gotten one for one of my X-T4s, and I'm planning to pick up my second one for the other body sometime in the next week or so. But it is puzzling that they would decide to not release a battery grip for the X-T5. I don't see the logic in that, but... Maybe we'll find out more as time goes on, or maybe this rumor source will be completely wrong. And last for this week, after Prime, Fujifilm XGFX deals still running, Sigma deals join, Kickstarter top, and what sold best at Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime is over, but there are still quite some deals out there that might interest Fujifilm X and GFX shooters. Check out the full list below. Also, just for curiosity, here are the Amazon Prime deals that run best here on Fuji Rumors. Number one is the custom Fujifilm X hot shoe cover. Two is $50 Amazon gift card. Three is the SanDisk 2TB Extreme Portable SSD. Still 49% savings on that. Ebooks capture one hidden feature, save 10% with code Fuji Rumors. All ebooks and bundles at alexonraw.com, now 10% off with code Fuji Rumors. 100 creative photography assignments by fellow Fuji X shooter Andrew is now available for $9 only. Regular is 14 Top on Kickstarter, Spin has launched an extremely successful Kickstarter campaign. Simple and smart, a fully adhesive wrap to protect your gear is raising a crazy amount of money. Sigma X mount deals, the 1614, the 3014, and the 5614, all of them DC, DN, save $75 a piece on each lens at B&H Photo, Amazon US, and Adorama. X lenses with instant rebates, the FF, uh, XF1614 save $150, the XF50 1.0 save $200, the XF56 1.2 save $150, the XF90 F2 save $150, the XF200 millimeter F2 save $1,000, the XF8 to 16 F2 save $300, and the XF100 to 400 F45 to 5.6 save $300 at B&H Photo, Amazon US, Adorama, and Focus Camera for all of those lenses. Lenses. GF lenses are mail-in rebates. The GF 50mm f3.5 save $200. The 45mm f2.8 save $300. The 63mm f2.8 save $300. The 32-64 f4 save $500. And the 100-200 f5.6 save $500 at B&H Photo, Amazon US, and Adorama. So definitely some great savings and deals there 
are available to be had. So check them out. It might be time to pick up some new gear, especially if you got some extra green that's burning a hole in your pocket. Remember to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. It is a private group and you must answer a security question to join, which is the name of the host of the show, myself, Liam. And I've also opened it up to allow you to give the name of a previous guest on the show to show that you are a listener. Once you're in the group, you are free to post your own original work. I'm also the admin of the Fujifilm GFX 50R group, which is the largest group for the 50R on Facebook. If you own or plan to own the 50R, you can request to join that group, but you do have to answer two security questions to join that group. You can find my work at liamphotography.net and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at liamphotoatl. If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my projects at forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com and forgottenpiecesofpennsylvania.com. All right, that's going to wrap episode 263 of the Liam Photography Podcast. I want to thank all of my listeners once again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcasts. Also want to remind you to stop by the Liam Photography YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel, watch the videos, like them, comment on them, share them out on social media and elsewhere. And hit the little bell icon so you can be notified as new content drops. And I will see you all again next Thursday.